millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
Hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. I need to tell you straight away that I never picked that song. Even though it's a belter, I never picked that song. Normally I do like Hungarian orchestra music and stuff, so <laughs> Paul seems relieved. This is episode 101. Today in the studio we have a guest, my friend, my cousin, my comrade, boxing champion, Nathaniel Collins. <sighs> Imagine me being a ring announcer. I could not imagine that. Hunched there the rope, fucked. <laughs> That's my cousin. That's my cousin, Moon Moon. Walk out now. Walk towards the ring. Knee music, nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming in, mate. Thanks for having me. It means a lot. I know you're very busy and you're busy training, busy with the family, and I've tried to get you in before, so it's good to get you and now we'll get a good laugh. We'll talk some shit. Paul is with us. It's nothing serious. You won't get any, you know, when you do an interview, it's all the usual shit. You won't, like, when I get interviewed, it's like, do you know Kevin Bridges? Uh, I take it you get fucking... Do you know Mike Taylor. Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be chilled out. Don't be scared. Paul's going to do uh, an ad read. I hate doing these now. I don't know. See, since Dean. Mm. How? I just feel like you're staring at me. You're just uh, sitting staring at me. Like who, me? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> 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 if it gives you Raised any comfort, I can't see. <laughs> Raised eyebrow, like <laughs> waiting for a mistake to happen. So this week's returning sponsor is Alan Argue and Argue & Co Legal. So Argue & Co Legal are a Glasgow-based law firm and they have an office in George Square. So no matter what assistance that you need for any legal issue, go and speak to Alan Argue. He will give you the best deal possible, but if he can help you, he will point you in the direction of somebody that he trusts. So his main area of expertise is personal injury claims. So if you've been in a car accident or injured at work, they will get you the maximum compensation that you deserve. So Argue and Co Legal um, are very different for the big law firms that you've seen here in the TV and radio. Their level of customer service, their approachability, they will genuinely treat you like a friend or family member. And I have myself been a client, so I can attest to that. Um, they are cheaper um, than any other law firm that you'll get about. They do no win, no fee. But if there is any sort of cost, they will give you the best deal. And if you quote straight white whale, this podcast, you will get a discount. So you can't ask any further on that. So... If you can get in touch with Arguing Co. on 01413784145, you can go to their website, which is arguingco.co.uk. That's A-R-G-U-E-A-N-D-C-O.co.uk. Or go to their office at 9 George Square, Glasgow. Thank you, Argue. Thank you, Argue. Fucking hell, man. I'm choking up. Like emotional? No, like <laughs> shake myself doing these fucking ad reads, but thank you, Alan. He's been a massive help, hasn't he done? He's keeping yes. the lights on. He's a good he's a good lad. Uh Nathaniel, if you ever need a lawyer, get in touch with Alan Argue. Can he argue with that? Hey. <laughs> That's <laughs> the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so how are you, mate? I'm alright. Just fought two weeks ago, so back in business, getting get myself back to it yes 14 fights and oh <laughs> is that what is that how you say it uh, 14 fights and oh <laughs> congratulations mate it's very surreal and it was a very surreal and proud moment to watch you on the tv it's very very cool and you've done well i know like you're fucking smashing it mate um for your first fight for when i went there 
uh, to to seeing you in like Sky Sports was was awesome. I can't imagine the pressure that you must feel to just be just. I mean, when you're an actor or a comedian, it's only like an hour show, but you need to be like twenty four hour day high performance athlete. It's fucking wild. No, well, been doing it twelve years now, so it's kind of just became a part of me. Um, aye, it's not as hard. Um, well, it is hard, but it's not as hard as you would think it is. Yeah, <laughs> you're twenty seven. Being on Sorry. Sky Sports, do you find that uh, there's more pressure, or are you able to just sort of like the shut first that time out I was? I'm going to just say here because I'll get pulled up for this. I'm on TNT Sports. Boom. Oh, Sky Sports oh, come suck. on, come on, Dom. Uh, sorry, get sorry. your facts. Well, right. I watched it in the house. <laughs> I fucking watched it in the house on my telly. So I yeah. thought it was Sky Sports. Sorry, that's what, uh, that's a generational thing. Yeah, uh, if there's you, any sport in your telly, it's. Uh, it was Sky so Sports. you're saying I'm old then? And no, fucked. And before the podcast started, <laughs> you were saying I was fucking ugly and fat as well. It's cool, mate. It's all right. Uh, uh, technically, I said you were less ugly than another person <laughs> I but you were comparing me to a fucking swamp monster <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to him in a minute <laughs> but I um, uh, the first time I was on on the TNT sports I was um, I did I did feel a bit of pressure because it was the first one and I knew everybody would be tuning in expecting but I knocked the guy out in 24 seconds so it was a good a good one to start the start the TV career on, so um, I, I don't feel like the pressure's any different or any, the job's still the same, so it's just getting in and getting it done rather than thinking, all right, I'm on telly, everybody's watching me, because that's what I actually want, you know, um, I can't be complaining that I'm fighting in my bedroom and then <laughs> fighting in stadiums, I don't want people to see me, so it's yep. that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's a big time now. Yeah, love that. I found it quite funny. Did you see the the fight when it only lasted like twenty seconds? Um, it was ba- basically it was a one like the closest thing to a one punch knockout, right? And then I went on TikTok and there was some strange, strange characters, <laughs> fake punch or yeah. that type of shit. I seen all that actually. It's, like, <laughs> that's, it's funny because it's like when you. When you do something or when you... Sort of, anytime you ever get into the limelight, always somebody's going to say something about you. But um, I thought it was funny. I seen that fake punch, punch behind the head. That never even landed. How much Aye. was he paid to dive and all that? I was like, man, I don't even get paid enough. Never mind paying somebody to dive. <laughs> Aye. You'd be minus if you paid <laughs> them to dive. <laughs> dive. Uh, dive. So I congratulations, mate. I've um so what's happening then for the foreseeable? You're just gonna chill over Christmas and then back into it over <clears> next year? Uh I actually so I was meant to be having a rest over Christmas, but I don't know if you've heard of that High Rocks thing. It's like a fitness competition. Mm. It's called the the World Series of Fitness or something. All right. Basically you do eight eight kilometer runs and you do eight exercises in between. But um, my brother-in-law went and done one in London two weeks ago and me and Anna were down having like a wee break away and I don't know, I just get excited by it. So I've signed up to one in Frankfurt um, tomorrow. I'm flying to Frankfurt and then on Saturday doing that. So my rest has turned into a bit of a, I'm doing a fitness competition now. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I think uh, not a lot of people realise that we are related. You're my cousin. <laughs> I think we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum here, mate. <laughs> I think what... Uh, Mentally, we might be on the same spectrum, but <laughs> physically different. <laughs> aye, aye. 
But here, man, that is bro. I remember when I used to train with him during lockdown. You you were doing that David Goggins thing, weren't you? Aye. Quite, aye. That sounded similar to what you've signed up to. Uh, it was like four miles run every four hours for forty hours or something. That yeah. was tough as well. Yeah. Bye. As you can see. <laughs> but you done it. Aye, I done it. Aye, it was good. Mm -hmm. uh, that was in lockdown. I ended up getting like good. I, do, I never had seen anybody else doing it. I think loads of people are, have started doing it recently or have done it in the last year or so, which was, mm -hmm. um, not saying I influenced that or anything, but you know. Aye. <laughs> but, but Paul, you know Nathaniel as well, didn't you? Ah, he's been on a couple of times. Never spoke to him on mic or he's never been on a podcast or anything, but mm -hmm. um, I've been on a few times. Aye. I hate David Goggins. <laughs> I actually hate David Goggins I now. despise him. I hate him now. Have you seen his training Tony Ferguson now as well? Uh-huh. That's uh -huh. funny. That's we'll funny need to well. wait and see how that works out because, like, it could be like a pure stroke of genius or it could pure overtrain. Aye. Because it's like a fucking science, isn't it? And I don't <laughs> know if, but, you know, Goggins is like, I don't like the guy, but he's definitely a fucking smart cunt, you know what oh, I mean? I hopefully definitely. he's training him well and he's not just pushing him to a limit because he could crumble. Do you know oh. what I mean? And like, but I was watching some of his training videos and uh, he had that Tony Ferguson on the treadmill for like hours and then he came off, he was spewing and then he was getting him back on the treadmill and stuff. I was like, that looks like torture. Why do you dislike him now? Uh, I just feel like he plays too much to what, like initially it felt like it was natural, like, oh, I'm this guy and I'm doing this thing and then now it's like, aye, it's more of a marketable, sellable thing rather than yeah organic he means what he's saying type type thing now i don't know i just it's one of the ones as well it's just too far into it now yeah plus i remember watching one of his videos once and he was proper like maybe you're just fit and i was like wait a minute i'm fucking <laughs> i'm an xl on a shirt triggered i'm quite <laughs> i'm quite happy being like chunky you can't like uh, i don't need to go out and fucking run 19 miles uh, it's like you can say you're this and that and the next thing, but and he's saying everybody's got this and that in them, but some people just don't. Yeah. So some people don't want to. Ah, hundred percent. Why would you want to do some of the stuff that he's doing? And that's so. I'm like, cause, cause you're that fucking leather, Jamie. Aye, man. <laughs> he's a pure classic case of somebody because he used to be fat, and he he must just pure hate himself. Aye. So he pure self loves. It's almost like toxic positivity because he gets like positive results do you know what i mean and he's hyper fit he gets all like he's driven he writes these books and all that but uh, you can tell that cunt's no happy Aye. do you know what i mean he wakes up in the morning and he must he just he sounds like he just bullies himself and he's head 24 7 i don't think that's a comfortable place i think there's like a i, I think like see for guys like you are professional athletes i think that there's definitely a place for that mindset like a time and a place to be able to switch that on and sort of go into that sort of like i'm gonna run through a fucking brick wall i don't care what's gonna happen here but a guy going to an office to work in a call center do you know what i mean and like Aye. i don't think people need that kind of mindset and i think it can it could turn and just eat somebody up if they don't Aye. get to you know whatever fucking goal they've set themselves do you know what i mean and it's hard because when you i was actually talking about this the other day with my mum and she was saying what's this what's that and i'm like i'm quite content with where i'm at the now i'm going in the right direction with boxing my business is doing well and it's like you can actually lose yourself try to chase the next thing so mm -hmm. say this is happening well and that's happening well like what can i do now and i think lots of high performing people athletes are intelligent or people running 
businesses are all like, right, what's my next move? What's my next move? What my next? And then you get lost in that because who's then sacrificed your family at home, sacrificed yep. your pals, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not saying like you should sacrifice everything going forward for them, but there needs to be what you're saying, the happy medium into it. Mm-hmm. I think that may be a Scottish thing as well, mate, because, you know, you like like I said, he's had 14 fights undefeated, still a young guy. I would imagine that there's people that are like, I but what next? And you're like, mate, I've not even wiped, I've not even took my gloves off at the <laughs> fucking last fight, you cunt. Like, gonna let me have a cheat meal and then I'll get back to the gym on Monday. Right. And I'll, I, I'm kind of like that with comedy, I know, mate. Like, I've joked about this. I'm doing the pavilion. I'm not going to name them, right? Because I'm going to write it as a joke in the set. But <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the pavilion next year, right? And I told a family member, see, even before I finished the sentence, they just done that. How many nights? Like, <laughs> what? Is one not good enough for you fucking idiot? Watch your back. Watch your back, however that's it. <laughs> it was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I, I, like, I've just fought two weeks ago in Manchester. Everyone's like, well done, well done, well done. And then the next thing out of the mouth or the next thing you get messaged is, hey, when's your next fight? Mm. Mate, I'm literally just at the ring. <laughs> Can you keep a break? The muscle fibres no recovered yet. Aye. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm talking like Rocky, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about Rocky, uh, you trained me <laughs> during lockdown. Do you know, it's quite funny to look back at that part of my life because I've been through therapy. Like, I, I used a charity called Back On Site, and Paul's helped me as well, because Paul's a therapist. But during lockdown, do you know, thinking back at that time, mate, I can't really... See, if you were to tell me that lockdown was, like, I couldn't say five year, four year. I'd, my head is, like, fucking fried with that, mate. And uh, But I must say, training with you for that first year was really good fun but it also made me find out a lot of things like doing therapy i found out i had an eating disorder and that's why i was doing things like veganism because i thought i was doing it for the right reasons but it turns out i was doing it for the wrong reasons but i just found it quite funny that i don't know if you remember much but you know i started training with you and i started doing pretty well but then i was doing things like uh do you know the constant train with masks on and <laughs> Uh, like Aye, mouth- the altitude masks. What's it called? Altitude masks. <laughs> Do you ever remember Aye. me saying that to you? Yeah, I remember you and I seen you. Yeah, yeah, I stuck the altitude mask on when I walked last night. <laughs> 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 so he was training me up rot- rotten row. And you know, the hull is fucking rough. Aye, grim, it's, man, that's grim. it's a brutal it's hull. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I tell him, I'm going to wear an altitude mask. And he was like, for rotten row. <laughs> He's like, these are for mountains, mate. I was like, I'm getting one. And then remember and all, I, I started taping my mouth to go to sleep at oh, night. fucking hell, right. But I said to him, I'm going to start training with taping my mouth. And he was like, shut up. <laughs> I'm actually cringing at the front. Mate, he used to do all sorts of mad stuff. He's like, yeah, he was uh, looking at this and researching that and all that. And he would wake up and send me like his breakfast. And it was like... Fuck knows lentils or something like <laughs> a bowl of lentils and then like all these wee tiny things and then like five million supplements and you're like, aye, that's good for your health. That all that lab produced, <laughs> lab produced stuff. Yeah, he's like, no, honestly, mate, honestly, 
it's the way, mate. You should date. You should be become a vegan boxer. So <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously you need to admit your faults. I hold my hands up, right? People make mistakes. I made a mistake. I, and plus I had an eating disorder. What can you do when you've got an eating disorder, right? But I remember standing beside this cunt with a fucking eight pack, shredded 5% body weight. And I'm like, had open soles in my skin and all around my neck and up my arms and all that because I wasn't eating properly. And he was like, you need to eat fish and chicken. And I was like, ah, no. What? No, you don't. Fucking screw the nut. Screw the nut, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Ended up fainting. And then when I had my first bite of fish, Aye. I just like instantly became better. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't, I think like there the definitely is some kind of, there's people who eat, minimal meat throughout the week but have a day or two days where they do it or there's definitely ways to go about it and yeah i'm definitely not denying that veganism it might work for some it might not i don't know um personally i don't think you can get what you need through that type of diet or that type of mm. i don't think you can get the right nutrition is what i'm trying to say but um that's not me slotting anybody don't come for me um no here i agree comments are about to blow up like uh who's this we get man Mate, how do you think I feel? I was fucking militant vegan for two and a half years, slaughtering everything. <laughs> I, I know, mate, I actually changed my Twitter name to the vegan gorilla. The gorilla. Cheers for casting that up, bro. Oh, on the Liver King's comments like that, mate, you want to know eat that meat? I know. What do you think about people like the Liver King? Uh, pff, I don't know. Don't uh, That's, again, uh, extreme in the opposite direction, isn't it? But um, it all came out that he was on the roids and... Not that you couldn't tell for looking at him, but yeah, I all came out that he's on the roids and all sorts of other things. I think that that's the problem with social media, and you don't know what people are up to. Yeah, in the background of what they're doing. I have. Have you seen his face now, Paul? The Lover King's face. No. He looks. He genuinely looks like a granny. He's got the face of a granny. He's aged like fuck knows like 60 years or something within the space of three weeks <laughs> i don't know what he's injecting into his body to make him look like that because his body is he, looks is he still is he still fucking tanked aye, aye, he's, he, right. he looks like a cartoon version uh -huh. of he-man or something but his face is fucked you can't hide whatever damage it's doing it's shown in his face uh -huh. but i you don't know what people are doing behind i mean i was i had a mental breakdown mate i mean i told you i I ate Brussels sprouts for my dinner <laughs> every day for a hundred days. Aye. And I was like, they're better than antidepressants. No, that. <laughs> that came back with a bang. See, see, to be fair, if that's what gets you through it at the time, that's what gets you through it. Brussels sprouts for the win. That's what goes through it. Christmas thing. dinner coming up, man. PTSD. Oh, I know, mate. And see, the thing is, I've no touched them since. Some fucking scunnered with them, man. Farts must have been epic, man. No. Jesus fuck. I, that was here. My gut health was unbelievable. My mental health was fucked. I was talking to myself, <laughs> but uh, my gut health was fucking brilliant. That was a great time, mate. You really got me through. I know. Do you know, I'm really. I don't know how to word this. I feel like no matter what I've done, I was going towards some type of breakdown. But see, you helping me, that really kept me stable during that time. And then when I stopped, uh, you know, it just all kind of built up and came to an end. But it led me to get therapy help. And then, you know, looking back on it, with a mere mature mind, 
and just discovering things like eating disorders and stuff. I'm just like, I'm glad, I'm glad that I done it. But I, it was good fun, mate. It yeah. was, uh, it was a good laugh, wasn't it? Good time. The the wee bit where we trained and that was good, and it was good. Aye, the party was good. Everybody was coming in as well for sessions as well. So yeah, it was good. Do you ever remember we were doing pad work once and a mad Bulgarian cunt just appeared at the bushes? At <laughs> 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 the bushes? Jen, so much weird stuff happened up there, like all the time. It was, it was weird. People hanging out, avoided on no gardens. Yes. Was this during lockdown? During lockdown, oh, mate, mate, I, I built I, like a brick shit house, and he was like that to Nathaniel because Nathaniel looks quite small, right? For somebody that's no educated in fighting, you'd think that he was small. So this guy was like, where'd you fight and all that? <laughs> like, all that shit. And I was just right. like, oh, no, man. And then he was like, ah, dare about this street wrestling myself. <laughs> <laughs> dare about street wrestling, man. What were you going to say there, Paul? You were going to say something? Uh, I, I stayed in town during lockdown and I used to go for walks every day and it was just far fuck. It wasn't just rotten row. Aye. Like the all that was left <laughs> were the seagulls and the weirdos. And well, I must have been one of the weirdos, but uh-huh. no, we were like walking about and you were literally like you, if you seen another human, you were like, Holy shit, like and it was always a mad fucking nut job. Always. Yeah. Fried. Fried time. Plus fried, fried he attracts them like a fucking magnet as well. <sighs> I do attract them man, I don't know why. We were doing pads once and on this guy just appeared full of eckies. Geezer shot. I think the lockdown was just a big sesh for half of the people. Eh? Everybody was down mad, mad bit. Yeah. That's a nice wee hangout spot we trained in summer. It was all there. It was a recipe for disaster, wasn't it? Yeah. Good, but. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> also, Brett, are we allowed to say that? No. What? Uh, you know, you know, you're supposed to go out for your government walk. I'm training with that cunt like I was Rocky. I mean, did, <laughs> for did anybody <laughs> actually fucking stick to the rules? Like that you could only go for a 20 minute walk. Like, Mate, I had a boot camp of like 60 people running about the park, <laughs> running about the park like for a year. You know what I mean? Like, it's stupid for your mental health specifically, especially you. But loads of people are in the same boat. You probably yeah. think, oh, I'm in this boat. Like, I find out that I've got mental health issues, blah, 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 blah. But everybody was the same. I don't think people have fully recovered for it yet, man. Like, no. I'm still... I mean, there's loads of people that started up mental, like, coke habits and all that during lockdown and that they've just got sucked into. We're only, like, 2023. Yeah. We're only, like, two years away from it properly, like, coming back to life. So I think people are yet to really be faced with some of the fucking shit that's going to come after it um it was one of the ones like it went two ways you either were on a mad sesh for two years mm. or you done cold water and Aye, <laughs> mountains, i was getting I mean? up at 5 a.m doing like a thousand push-ups and all that <laughs> and i think that that's why i had to like stop going to the gym and stuff after like coming coming about halfway into 2022 i just stopped right and i think it's because it was so extreme during what i had to do it see if i didn't do that i would i'd have crumbled i was like up at five reading push-ups blah blah blah. i go for my walk everything was pure regimented because you were got a little like march april 2020 you were got a little with fucking matt like Mm. stay away from me do you know what i mean and it was fucking weird it was really weird so i went down the pure structure route and then I came out the other side and it was just like, oh, that needs to go in the bin for a bit, Aye. man. Like, I need a break. That's totally just fried my fucking head. Yeah. 
I became, uh, you know, it's hard to admit this as well. Like, I became a mad germaphobe as well. I was scared, see, when cunts were going to cuddle me or shake my horn and stuff. Right. It was, it was making, you ever, have you ever had a panic attack? No. See, <laughs> well, see the, ver see the moment before a panic attack. That's how it made me feel when people got near me or, you know, I was always had sana hand sanitizer and stuff and, Oh, fucking hell, man. I remember I was... you being bad and like after sessions I'd be like John may drop you up the road or anything and you're like nah and then you're like oh just and then you were like nah I'm not getting the bus and you'd walk like 10 miles up the road yeah mate aye pure in my head like aye. white noise walking home to my mod's house with white noise in my head and I think I can laugh about it now man but I've even like was uh, washing door handles and all that like in the house like... I think loads of people would probably it just depends on who you were around what you're family's attitude was to it what was what was what because like yeah. i was on the total like i remember going out building a wee gym out in my back garden m my mates coming around and stuff and then obviously you weren't meant to do that and my mum was going bonkers and then a couple of weeks later my mum's like hey this is all the shite yeah blah, blah 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 done her own research done her own thing you know people have their opinions still now whether it was yeah. what it was or what it wasn't um and then after that i was just like just loved life normal i yeah. actually would go as far to say and loads of people agree loads of people disagree but that wee period was probably the best period of my life where i could just cut about do what i want i think i was getting furloughed i was loving it so yeah um but it's weird to go back to reality afterwards training your mentally ill cousin Aye. <laughs> uh, fighting junkies off at the rotten room <laughs> <laughs> So somebody's asked, what does it feel like having like a Z-list celebrity as a cousin? And I, like you're famous <laughs> as well, so is it quite odd? I like, thought you were asking me. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm the Z-list, no you. All right. Aye. <laughs> Aye. It's hard because people come up to me and they're like, that guy from Scott Squad's your cousin, aren't he? Aye. <laughs> Do they? No. no. <laughs> Could you not get that? Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's it. Uh -huh. <laughs> if you need a walkout <laughs> you know how Floyd Mayweather used to get 50 to walk out with him Aye. I can walk out with you Aye. Do the, just uh, get a breath at the back <laughs> <laughs> with a mouth guard on uh, with a big fucking <laughs> the mad mask two hats ma man <laughs> altitude mask walking out to the ring don't touch the rope it's dirty <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not going to name the other cousin but i think it's quite fun that you're obviously you're the better cousin than me i'm a fucking degenerate comedian but we've got another cousin in the family that had a viral video a couple of years ago you remember the song called you taking gear i don't know but you i guarantee you you've heard it mate one million percent because cunts were like saying that to me oh you his cousin i was like wait a minute i'm the uh, one that's on the telly uh, man <laughs> uh, what's it go like again standing in the kitchen oh my god Aye. should i record that standing in the kitchen at a party someone puts their head in the door they say how oh, you <laughs> you stinking gear hi that's how it went you'd have definitely heard that i'm obviously not as talented at the old singing so <laughs> <laughs> yeah You've got a talented family. What the fuck's that all about, man? Aye. We all love gear. <laughs> <laughs> Any other cousins that are um, famous? Uncle Matty's just released an album. Yes, Matty Collins. Matty Collins' music has 
he's got a, he done a he was doing like work out in Ireland there for a while but he's just brought out his first album after countless years of saying he was going to bring out an album he's finally what style of music we're talking um you know don't Cat know Stevens we don't know what kind of <laughs> the kind of like black Cat. comedian guy no no is that Cat Williams Cat uh, Williams, Cat, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Stevens is like morning has broken uh, like the first morning like is that sort of acoustic soon? folk or something yeah is that that sounded like church music kind of like that until uh, it's like Finley Quay kind of like... crowded house <laughs> shit like <laughs> Okay, so we went for Cat Stevens to Finlay Quain Crowded House. I think they're, they're a wee bit, they're a bit different. That's a Brussels sprouts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Where did you eat your Brussels sprouts? Chili oil. Or Frank's hot sauce. Mate, it's fucking Frank's amazing. No, no, listen, come on. I could get on board with that. Like, Brussels sprouts and Frank's hot sauce. Yeah. 100%. You know what's good for you? <laughs> my, my approach my approach to eating them wasn't good but don't sit there and deny that Brussels sprouts are not good for you mate they're better than antidepressants mate <laughs> you heard it here first gonna help me I need help <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time you had a Brussels sprout could never don't know do you not like them Nah, I don't mind them, but I just was not something. I would never make a bowl of Brussels sprouts no which I, I think probably I, I like I love carveries because oh, there's hundreds of meat in yes. there. <laughs> I like, I wouldn't just be, I wasn't saying I could get on board with just having Brussels sprouts and Frank's hot sauce for your dinner. <laughs> like, I would need like some chicken weight or something. Aye. But as a wee chicken side, Brussels sprouts and, and, and wee, Frank's hot sauce. Aye, man. And a wee bowl. Aye. But a gravy. I fainted in the, I went to donate blood and I fainted as in the, aye, at the, the bit. In the bit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's when I was like losing my hair as well. Aye. And the nurse was just now like, what? I know, mate. Look at that. The nurse was like, "What's wrong with you, pal?" She's like, "What's happening? What's the? Is it vegan or low in iron or something?" She was like, Aye. "Your iron's fucking terrible." And I was like, "Vegan." She's like, <laughs> like, "You need to eat fish and chicken." And then I went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "I'm telling you, go go now and eat like salmon. <laughs> get, some, get some ready. Go now, eat a steak." Aye, because I was like, "What the fuck is happening with these wounds? These open sores?" Then I had a wee bit of salmon and I was literally just had like a Popeye. Did they, did they, did they. A light bulb moment. I've got an eating disorder. <laughs> I like the dark voices in your head like started to like sort of dim. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? It's like you're getting the right nutrients into your fucking system. I know. I was a good boxer though. I I, I was saying things like you could whack a pad. I was saying things like I think I could get a fight in and all that. Oh my god. Like, Would you know consider then? Like TikTok boxing or like you versus Ravy Davy or say that again. I could whack a pad, couldn't I? He could whack a pad. Ravy Davy, I'd fucking eat that cunt on a piece. Fucking, boxing, I'd go in a boxing ring like this and fucking boxing with my boots on, my derms on. Boxing or street wrestling, whatever he wanted. It. <laughs> um, he's a legit street wrestler. <laughs> Who Davy? Uh huh. I could still smash him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even calling him out. I'm just saying I'm going with science here. I could smash that gun. I just need nine months to train. <laughs> Six days a week. All I need to do is lose eight and a half stone and I'll be all right. Um, that takes us on to that subject, by the way. What, what do you think 
Personally, I find it very disrespectful towards boxing. I don't enjoy it. What do you think about this new wave of social media? I don't even know what you class them as, but it started for it started with really Jake Paul, and then it's just went went down levels. Like Jake Paul's probably the highest, and then it's went for like cunts that used to play for fucking Preston against somebody. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. that was in Big Brother 10 years ago, mm-hmm. doing all these white-collar boxing events, and it seems to be taking the shine off uh, people like you that are actually trained fucking oh, fighters. <laughs> Aye. Aye. What do you think about that, that these cunts have kind of came in on a tidal wave? It's a, it's a hard... Because... It's funny, like what you're saying, because see, like the Jake Pauls and the KSIs and the people like that, I actually don't mind that, even though they're not skilled at all or they're not whatever. But you can see, like Jake Paul actual trains, like a bro- like he trains like a boxer. KSI trains like a boxer. They put time and effort and obviously money into it and seem to be doing it right. Whereas you get like the white collar people or the lower level ones, and it's just like right. I'll do a bit of hit of some bags and then it's go time and you can get hurt. Yeah. You can get hurt. And you've I've even white collar there's there's a big white collar scene in Glasgow where you go and pay for a eight week training camp and then you go in, you do a fight the UWCB ultimate white collar charity boxing and all that and mate if if people have been wiped clean out because they don't care who's fighting who Anybody's, as long as you've sold X amount of tickets and you need to sell X amount of tickets to fight on it and it's just a pure money-making scheme and people are like, oh, I'm a real boxer and stuff mm. and it's like, aye. So do they not care about like weight class and stuff? Like say you were part, say you two were partnered up and he decided that he didn't want to do it and the next available guy was 150 kilo or whatever. He would just come in and mm. that would be it. And there's no, it's like nobody, because it's not regulated by anybody. It's not like, it's like me and my gym putting two people up against each other to fight. And then one of them pulling out and me going, oh, you'll just fight him instead. I'm the guy that decides who's fighting who or that's, that's as highly regulated as it is, you know? Yeah. So it's all the best. Honestly, it's all the shite. Have you ever heard about people getting in like badly injured with that? One of my mates who was also a pro boxer, his mate went to do the white collar thing and that happened where he turned up and the guy was like, oh, this guy's no, 
he's only had a few fights, but he'll, he'll play the game type thing because it was this guy's first fight and he'd sold all the, and then the guy get knocked out twice in the one fight, like clean out, get knocked out, get up, didn't know where he was in that, and they let him fight on and then he get cleaned right out. Um, and I've heard that happen a good few times, uh, but it's just... Yeah. It's shocking because no, it, all they care about is uh, he's sold 50 tables at 50 tickets, 50 quid a ticket. You know what yeah. I mean? It's There's 10 grand or there's whatever we've made off of him. So he needs to fight. Otherwise, they want refunds on the tickets type thing. So it's, yeah. nobody cares about the health of the boxer or whatever. Yeah. It's not about... And then you've got all these people jumping about and they, they make up their own titles and stuff. So honestly, it's mental. And they truly believe they're real boxers. It's nuts. That's like when I was a wee guy and I used to play Kirby. I was cutting about saying I was a fucking Kirby champ. <laughs> Similar if, vibes. If you made yourself a medal and said I'm the Kirby champ <laughs> and then other people came up to play Kirby to get your medal, it would <laughs> exact same thing. So from a, I'm a comedy promoter and comedian, so I think from that, obviously it's horrible for people to be in danger, but I think, say someone with no interest in boxing whatsoever goes to that night just for a night out and they'll see it and it's like fat cunts that are fucking cokeheads fighting each other right <laughs> and that person does that boxing's shite i'm never going to go back to a boxing event ah that's what i think that's the way i see it 100 percent. because they'll be like well that's boxing boxing's push i'm not going to go and see boxing unless it's tyson fury which is the best version of boxing and nobody's ever going to go and see him because he's always fucking in Dubai and all that so like I think that would harm Aye, boxing. Li live boxing it is because you get people honest to god it does my nothing because I'm walking about and then people are like oh you're a boxer or somebody even I've met before and they don't know who you are and they go oh you're a boxer do you know so and so and so and so happens to be a white collar boxer <laughs> and he fights in soccer world or whatever and you're like tell him the chin I know so and so I know so and so I know so and so I maybe you could fight him and you're like what, how much does he weigh I, I, I don't know he's a 40 in a waist <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts you're right like stuff like that harms the sport I seen um, I remember a couple of years ago it was all James English was on it and he fought some big mad roided guy another thing is there's no testing on any of this I don't think so Oh, you've got no, big mad roided guys no, fighting other big roided guys i seen <clears throat> true jordy and that was meant to be doing one so it's like you got all these mad podcasters fighting each other and stuff and you're like what are you up to what are you mm. doing why yeah, yeah it's strange isn't it? i don't know why they do it i mean it, it, it gives them months of content <laughs> it? literally like, that's it it's like they can video their training it boosts their profile Blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's all about money. That's all that it comes down to. Maybe a bit of ego will come into it, you know what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, I want to fucking do this. I want to do that. I'm fucking this, I'm that. But it's, yeah. It's just, a, I, I mean, there's probably been there's probably been something similar, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking about like local boxing clubs putting on fights and like Shettleston Juniors and stuff like that. But these guys are like probably in it, like passionate about it, like in it want Aye. their fighters to stay safe, only going to put a, a young guy in with some fucking right head. But for these people, it is just about money, isn't it? Aye. And like status and 
boosting their own social media accounts and helping each other, you know what I mean? Mm. That's what it's all about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really and truly, none of them are actually that, will be that fucking passionate about boxing or the sport or, yeah. you know what I mean? I tell you who I am impressed with, though, out of all that sea of shite. There's a, there's a TikToker called, um, I think his name's Salt Pappy. Uh, he's <laughs> from like the Philippines or Aye. something. I think he's... Ah, he was all right. He's, he's all big, right. He was in the like, he was a big fat guy and then he got heavy. Aye. Skinny and started doing it. He got knocked out there, but in his last fight. What did he? Aye. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's your hero gone, mad salt pappy. Out cold. <laughs> like that, a wee bit of salt air sprouts. <laughs> that was your... <laughs> your motivation. Your salt Yo, pappy can do it. That's my ring video, mate. <laughs> Just a bowl of sprouts panning out me like that. <laughs> Ravy Davey. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> you need their TikTok. <laughs> what do you Call do like that? videos. You, you do the salt, the salt bay onto Brussels sprouts. Aye. Well, salt, salt pappy, he was like actually knocking people out as well. Aye. It was getting a bit dangerous because I think he came from a background in, in a country that boxing Aye. and fighting is popular. And uh, he was fucking knocking old concert. No? Aye, he was good. He actually <laughs> has good quick hands in that. But he, uh, he got chin just there recently. Oh, wow. Quick have, as well. Have you ever been knocked out? No. Apart from me at the family, <laughs> family way, I've Nah, touch wood, that remains always the same, but I've never, never been wobbled, never been, never seen like wee stars or whatever people see. Like, I'm blessed with a good chin. <laughs> know what I mean? You just wake up. <laughs> One day and I was like, ah, you don't, you don't, you don't see stars, you don't see fuck all, you just nah, open just your eyes and you're like, what happened? Nah. And it's like, ah, you were, you were on your feet 10 seconds ago and now you're, no, not. you're not. I've been at cold. Twice in the gym, wow. in Muay Thai. Aye. I got caught with an elbow once that was fucking brutal right in the temple and was literally like like starfished. And then I took a head kick, spawn. It's nasty, mate. It's nasty. You don't feel well for about a month. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never experienced it yet. Um, I did say to like my missus and that I was like, like be prepared because I'm going like I'm ranked fifth in the world now with one of the governing bodies. So like I'm going up to proper world level, and I'm like. I, mean, I could get wiped out one day so i said to her, like be prepared to see me get wiped out one day because the people at that level are just scary punchers and yeah mm-hmm. it can happen to anybody but i'm like totally believing my chin being like yeah solid um but again like i was watching something came up the other day it was george groves and carl froch don't know if you remember all that yeah um back and forth but mm-hmm. then froch is obviously solid n- never been chin never been knocked down whatever whatever and groves came in and knocked him down so it can happen to anybody yeah i i remember that that was good that they were great boxers they were a good rivalry weren't they ah, yeah brilliant. <clears throat> even that, like the back and forth they've got as funny as anything that's why i love boxing because it really is such a high skill art that sometimes it's just your luck as well like you can't there's no re- there's no reason behind it it's just the way it is sometimes. Yeah, it's like two fighters, the both of them are 100% and it just comes down to like on the night I as well. Night, it's like a game of chess. That's what I think anyway when I'm out <laughs> the street. Pop, pop. You ever have anybody walk into the gym and offer you a square go? After the street <sighs> that's not a boxer? I don't, like, never had anybody offer me a square go, but you get people coming in and they go, like, ah, right, aye. Obviously, don't know who you are still as well. And I come out, ah, right, yeah. And there was a guy that came in uh, when we trained at Morrison's gym over at Dilmarnock, and he was like, Yeah, mate, I'm undefeated. I've had 300 street fights. 
Not <laughs> once have I anybody bettered me in a street fight. No, I've bit people's ears and noses off, mate. I don't care. No, I'm like, kill me. He's like, why get into the boxing now? But I'm like, sounds like it's for you. You know what I mean? But I like this kind of mental characters, or you, even when you're walking about, you seen the Burniston sketch, and it goes, "Listen to my brother, pal, body, body, body." Hi. That is legit. What it's like to be on boxing shows when you come out and people are grabbing you, like you should have done this, you should have done that. Aye, nuts. Like people shouting at the football. <laughs> you also get shite trainers as well, mate. Because I remember when I stopped training with you, I went into another boxing gym, and it was just this old guy that was. I never told him that I trained with you. And um, one one of the boxers was bad mouthing you as well, and I was like, "That's my cousin," and he fucking shattered, shattered. <laughs> but this old guy, I think he was just seeing it as me, as a weekly payment. I think we were Aye. doing the podcast, man. I remember the venom. Aye, mate. So I was like, "Look, mate, I'm a vegan and I'm sober. I don't drink." And he was saying things like, "Get a steak tonight, have a beer." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> but he was doing things. He was like making me. It was like proper, like, you know, the, that way you see old woman, like, walk out the street, like, all that type of, I was like, mate, I'm not even breaking a sweat here. And, uh... Getting I you just, day six inches, remember that? And hold your feet six inches <laughs> off the ground or that? Aye. So... Pure gy- gymnasium. Like, it's not even, like, proper fucking training. Aye. <laughs> I'm just cool. Remember that, uh, I think this might have been Morrison's gym, the viral video, uh, the wee guy that came in and he was like, ah, solid <laughs> no <laughs> fucking solid i've not seen that mate you no. must have seen that he's i've seen it he whips his tap off and the guy that owns the gym's like ah you kind of look like tyson he's an uppercut and he's like ah hey 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 no <laughs> he's good he's good great joggies i've not seen that oh mate i need to show him it i will need to see if he can find it you want to ask him a question as i as i find it so you're how old you're is she a daughter, isn't it? Yeah. How old are we talking about? She now? is now four, 15 months, 14 months. Right, so it's not first Christmas or anything? No, well, it's her first proper Christmas. Like last Christmas, she was like, oh, just baby. a mad potato, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she was, she's never done it. It's mental, right, isn't it? Like, I can remember my nephew, like, I don't have kids, but my sister's got a, a wee boy. And it was like, he was born in July. So his first Christmas, he's like five, six months old, coming up for. Nice. And they fucking the amount of shit that they bought them Nuts. but my i've got a friend that's recently so their baby's like four or five months old and they're like we're not getting our anything for Aye. christmas like we're going to buy some a new jacket or whatever like that Aye. but like no no we'll just put 500 pound away and like when she actually wants something. Aye, something i think that's crazy people buy babies these pure extravagant Mate, fucking christmases nuts, nuts i can't believe it and see even like when they come to one, they, they're kind of getting there, but no, really, still. Uh-huh. And like people are going all out, putting like function suites and like just nut stuff for <laughs> function for suites. Way, aye, karaoke for the wedding and other. Aye, like, man's mental. You're like they kind of dent they don't even know what's happening. Like, uh-huh. what? Well, oh, nuts! I seen some the other day, like the wins. No joke, I must be a month or two old, and they were doing elf and a shelf, and I'm like, mate, the wins still seen shadows. Uh-huh. Like, doesn't it doesn't even know clue. who you are. <laughs> like, here is Monda, and you've got Elf in the Shelf. Uh-huh. It's an exercise <laughs> in spending money on it. Aye, it, it's it comes to a point. How many camps have you done now as a dad? Uh, so, I was actually in camp while she was being born. Like, I was meant to be in camp 
for a fight that then get pulled out. So I've done like four now that I've right. been a dad, but I was middle of camp when she was kind of, so I missed like, it was, it was pure shite to be honest, because I missed like the first four weeks to five weeks of her. Even though she wasn't doing anything, I've just said she was a potato and she uh-huh. can't see anything. But <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like you, you want to kind of be about and whatever. So it was like one of the ones, like the connection wasn't that strong initially with me and my daughter, which is sad to say, but uh-huh. it was like, I was just like a foreign object because I was just training all the time, coming home, going to bed. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. like the now, that last one there was difficult because I just trained came in, ate my lunch, had a nap, went back to training, came in, went to bed. By the time I, when I'm up and out to train, the Wayne's still sleeping. And when mm-hmm. I come back, the Wayne's in bed. So it's like... You're missing it. I that. like should it... The now, like the last few weeks, it's been good because I can see it all the time. Uh-huh. We're doing a lot you get, of aye, so stuff, it's like, so. <clears throat> like when I So like a normal sort of job, it would be... Aye. you get to see your dad can remember like maybe an hour at night Aye. but you're actually you get like months of concentrated time there but then you're spending like maybe like 12 Aye. weeks you don't get to see Aye. her at all man it must be difficult basically man. pretty much and then it's hard on Anna my partner because obviously the wind's full on so she's got the wind all the time uh-huh. taking care of the house doing the stuff like it's funny like that's kind of stuff nobody sees that like oh, it must be so hard for you training all the time and blah blah blah, blah. but it's hard for her it's hard for the baby mm-hmm it's hard for everybody no seeing me and not saying I'm fun to be about it, you know, but uh, <laughs> nobody gets to see you and spend the time with you that they want you, so. Especially if you're exhausted and tired and hungry, mate. That's like, that, and especially then people like are the... like, let's go with a, a gig or something, and you're like, fuck. Aye. Aye, that's <laughs> like, there was loads of stuff I just missed there, like people's birthdays. Everybody was like, I was only a couple of weeks out for fighting, everyone's going to Top Golf, everyone's going to. There was Halloween party um, for the kids. Or like, all my pals have all got kids, but they're all the same age, funnily enough. But, like, they're having a Halloween party. Everybody's going up to that or somebody's birthday or they all went to go eat for whatever. And I can't go to anything. And then, like, I can't watch the way in either so that my Anna can go to stuff. So it's like, I'm training. I'm trying to rest and get the proper rest in. So I'm no watching the way in. So... Either she has to get childcare or she can't go to the thing either. So it's like mm-hmm. a, just one of the ones that messes up everybody's life for 10 weeks, 12 weeks. But yeah, necessary evil. That's that sacrifices that are getting made, isn't it? So what do you, I can't find that video, by the way. I've tweeted, <laughs> I've tweeted, uh, it's so, so funny. There's See if a, somebody tags you in it. There's, <clears throat> there's another one as well. He's bald, isn't he? Yeah. Ah, yeah, I can, I can pure picture the guy in my head. So there's another one where, you know, the the pedo hunter videos. So there's this guy standing in the middle of the road, literally just like that, looking at the fucking sun, and they pull up in a motor, and he jumps out the motor, and he's like, ah, he's a hammer, I'm doing him. <laughs> and he runs up behind him, and he goes to punch him, and he kind of miss, misses him a wee bit, so he's like, ah, he's a hammer <laughs> so, pure crumbling underneath the punch man oh i hope somebody tweets is it so see do you do you enjoy a cheap cheap meal do you do anything mad like that when you go for it um man it's hard like and in training camp because of what the weight i get down to you don't have cheap meals at all yeah for what that weight do you need to cut to 
57 kilo, oh, nine fuck, stone. man, off uh, my fucking way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's my fucking kneecap. It's one of the ones, isn't it? But once you're out, it's like, uh, I say it every time. I'm like, I'm going to take it easy with what I'm eating and stuff here, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think, and I've never done it yet. Like, So when you're training and you have to eat that certain amount of food, do you do you calorie count and stuff? Um. So my last couple of camps, I've got a nutritionist because oh, I just think it's easier. I'd rather somebody just tell me this is what you're eating these days. This is why you're eating that. And just, I think the stuff that adds extra percentages on at my level anyway, the stuff that adds extra percentages onto the game. So um, recently I got a nutritionist at the start of the year or whatever. Um, so I've been following that kind of stuff. So as calorie counted he puts in but i never really pay attention to what's there i just go with yeah right i believe whatever you're saying is going to be what i have to do type thing so so it's uh, like a meal prepped thing and you just eat it's, it no it's so like it's just like a sheet so it's like what a pdf guide uh, it's of a pdf like... guide of like so if you're training on a high day three three sessions a day or something or a heavy sparring session and something else this is what you're eating on this day and that'll be like 1800 calories or 1830 or something mm. if you've got a lower day which is just like a long run in a bag session or whatever it's this is what you're eating 1700 calories and then your low day which is either one session or a rest day 1600 calories so it's just, that's kind of like the rough guidelines all right okay it's pretty fascinating mate no <laughs> obviously i'm small guy so that's yeah enough for me but it'll be different for you because remember you used to go like mate I'm only eating 800 calories a day <laughs> and Brussels sprouts yeah I wish I listened to you mate <laughs> you're like no you need to eat more and I'm like I can't see you mate my eyes are fucking all fuzzy <laughs> getting cataracts I feel like I'm looking through fog mate and then as soon as I have a biscuit I'm like oh <laughs> Hunter's eye energy out the matrix yes um, so what's next in the cards then Are you, have you got a, another after High Rocks of course yes <sighs> High Rocks like I was going to say this earlier but you know is High Rocks risky um, is, it, is it taking like a in risk in general no no like I've me? seen people doing it I, I know that it's like a trend it's almost crossfitty they do the slide Aye. push they do run walls they yep. do all that sort of stuff it's like for fucking hyper fit people but um I mean, like for as a professional boxer, and you're gonna. Um, I know that you're you're saying like I got excited by this when I went to it, and I'm gonna just enter it, and I, I'm, you know, as a psychologist, and I'm like, what you up to? Should a professional athlete be taking that type of risk, or should you be like, I'm gonna leave that. I can do high rocks whenever you know, blah blah blah. I, but I need to let myself have this rest so that when I go into my next camp, I'm like, you know what I mean. And if you pull I, a calf, or if you fucking do your back or something. You know, Aye. Not to put I think that like an there, no. anything's so in terms of the high rock stuff, I would only ever do it if I was out out of camp type thing or out of season. But um, in my gym, like there's we've been doing a lot of the training regularly anyway, just because for fitness wise, it's it seems to be like the top athletes, the top guys. It's like a hybrid guy. training oh, program, isn't it? It's, it's mega and it's like everybody will have their opinion on it. I, I honestly think CrossFit is far more skilled in terms of the lifts what you need to do you turn up to the competitions you don't know particularly what you're going to be doing 
Or um, did they change it up? They so it's not it the up. same like events. So it's not every the same. Time, right? Whereas okay. at, at High Rocks, every time you're doing this. All right, aye, aye. So aye, the High Rocks is all the aye. it's the same. So every High Rocks time. is always the same, but I feel like CrossFit. Aye, CrossFit, you need to be good at the Olympic lifting. Aye, you need to uh-huh. definitely doing ring muscle ups, rope pulls, like handstands, hand walking on hands and all that. So it's like loads of different skills. Whereas which will take a lot more defining. Whereas every, if you can run, like that's what I would say, like. Hydrox is the working man's CrossFit, or in the terms of anybody could go and I'm not saying anybody will smash a Hydrox, but anybody could probably go and do a Hydrox and complete it. Is my opinion because if you can run a K, you're running a K. You're not likely to go and get injured running a K. The ski machine doesn't matter how long, so there's no time limit on it. You know what I mean? So obviously you want to get the best time you possibly can get, but it's like running a marathon or doing an Ironman or something like. They are very challenging taxing things on your body, but mm-hmm. I don't there's no time limit on it. So if you run a marathon and you run it in six hours or whatever, you've still run a marathon. If you go and do an Ironman and it takes you twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hours, obviously it's that's a massive achievement, but whereas I think it, the the CrossFit thing's a lot more skill based. Um so I went off on a tangent there, but uh, it it could be risky, but I don't think so for for what it is like for stuff that I do the movement in the gym anyway. So like there's let's say lunges, you would lunge as part of your strength conditioning. Farmers carries, you're just walking with weights. Like there's loads of stuff there, and I suppose you're confident I, I, that you're like, not going to do it. If you're doing anything, if you're doing normal strength conditioning in the gym, you should you could cool. get injured. You know what I mean? So of it's course, like, I, I and I have been injured doing deadlifts or whatever before. Yeah in the past so it's like there's nothing from just your normal day-to-day training to this that would make it any more risky or not good that's what i think go and smash it (laughs) i know imagine if you you slipped a disc (laughs) (laughs) nah mate it's not risky now send me a message fuck you man you (laughs) i'm quite like a positive mindset person and a, a hard mindset like Sunday there, the boys that all go to their morning stuff, like it's kind of like a high roxy based training thing, but it's more like that. You're doing about everything, strength, running, cardio. We've done like a track session and stuff there, but they're all like quite driven and whatever. So one of them's a marathon runner. They've done a few ultra marathons and stuff. Like they're all pretty positive people to be around. So like yeah. I was in training camp just there and I was like, listen, I'm not going to be able to come to some of the things because they just got up. One day and they're like, right, we're going to go and do a 20 mile trail run through like the West Highland Way of the day and stuff. And like my brother-in-law and that went with them. I was like, listen, I love that, but I'm not going to go and do it. I'm in the middle of camp and stuff. But then now I'm kind of like, right, cool. You're free to do it. Like. Like, we done a wee half marathon on Sunday there. We're just doing some mad stuff now where it's like, that's good for me because I think, see if I switch off for a wee bit, um, this big build up of a fight where like 12 weeks I'm on I'm on I've got this goal I'm so driven and focused like even other things like my business or whatever we things start to pop up and I can get it done and I'm a lot more channeled my energy into this camp and stuff whereas see as soon as the moment that finishes the two ways I go is like I need to fling myself into something else or I go into a mad like depressed just lying about I've not got nothing to do. I sit and play the PlayStation. I just sit and do nothing. Like, yeah, because there's no thing, no nothing keeping you. Hmm. Not no compared to that high. And once you've had that high, you're back to 
right, I've not got a fight, I need to wait until my next fight comes in, or do I just go and smash training? So it's one of the ones, and it? it could could go either way. Well, good luck. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to piss on that really nice thing that you just said there, but somebody sent us that video. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. Uh, I'll let you hear the video first, right? The audio. I'll put it back at the start. I'll pass you the phone. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> Is that a breath? I don't. <laughs> Nobody will beat me. <laughs> and he could do high rocks. <laughs> He'd be the first death. His cardio sounds good. That sounds like me, mate. Like, honestly, like... Put your top back on. Put your top back on. I get... So you know how, like, when you, you train quite hard, I think... You, you'll know this I think somebody told me once it's like the taste of blood in your lungs I don't know if that's true but you get a sort of <laughs> irony taste in your mouth when you're like proper at that sort of like 90% you know what I mean and you're like blowing out your fucking arse I get that the other day walking up a hill <laughs> and I was like ah, see you in the new year I need to get back to the fucking gym man like this has been 18 months now like time you've had your break like you need to get <laughs> some sort of like cardiovascular fitness I don't think I'll ever go back to a gym See, like, a fucking pure gym Aye. or whatever. I'm done with that, man. Aye. Fucking pointless. But I think I'll go back to, like, kickboxing or something like that. I need, to, I need I to get back to something. It's funny, like, you say that because people are always like that to me, like, oh, your membership for your gym's, like, quite thingy. And I'm like, well, it's not that really that expensive because what you're getting is people who actually care about you coaching you to do things that you like to do. And it's like you've got this great environment, whereas if you go to Pure Gym or JD, I'm not saying they're not great gyms. The equipment's fantastic. If you are somebody that can go and do that yourself for the pennies and go in and train and you know exactly what you're up to, then brilliant. But I'm like nine times out of ten and I know what I'm doing and I'll go up to the gym. I'm like, what am I even here for, man? I'm going in the sauna. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you don't care. Nobody's that driven that, to go and do that, it themselves. That's it, man. Like, I, I think I, there was a point where I was like, I'd, like obviously because I'm a therapist like I'll I'll therapy myself do you know what I mean I'll sit right. down once a week and I'll sit down and I'll write and blah 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 and I'll get like thoughts out and I'll sit and use techniques like that I can remember like one of the I think I had like a pulled something in my back I had like three weeks off and I was trying to get back and I couldn't get myself to go back and I sat down and was just like why am I doing this what is, why am I doing it? And Aye. I can remember sort of sitting thinking, the reason that I did this, right, the whole reason that I did this was my dad died at 55 for a heart attack and I did not want that. So somewhere in my early 20s, I started to go and run and then that progressed and I started going to the gym and then I get back into martial arts. So I was like, right, so the whole reason that is this is like, I want to be fit and healthy. And I was like, going to the gym and doing fucking bench press isn't making me healthy. Aye. Uh, like I'm approaching 40. Now I'm starting to get these wee niggly injuries. I've been doing it for fucking 17 years. So I was actually just like, this isn't in any alignment with me anymore. Like I actually don't enjoy it. Nah. Like it, I'm dragging myself. I'm forcing myself to go and do it. So I gave it up 
and because I'd started a business, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I actually was like, why do, why do people do this? And I genuinely think most people do it to look better. And I don't give a fuck what people think about, <laughs> no. like, what I look like. Aye. I genuinely don't. I'm past Aye. that. So I'm like, so my whole motivation's gone. Aye. Like, the, the actual purpose of, like, why I'm doing it is totally gone. So I think I just needed this sort of time to actually go and then get to a point where I'm like, right, I'm ready to get back into doing something. That's Like, I've stay active. Like, I walk an hour and a half every day. So I've stayed active. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I walk to and from here every single day. So it's no that. It's no like staying in your feet, good for your mental health, getting, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. I do a, a brisk walk, but I need to get back to something where I'm like, I feel like I'm fit again. Do you know Aye. what I mean? I think like loads of people are in that kind of sense are training for the wrong reasons on, right, I'm training to look better and I want to look better for this. When said thing happens, you just revert back to how you were already living or what you were already doing or like nobody ever thinks, okay, I'm training for health purposes. I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to change my habits. I'm going to, you know, why am I waking up earlier? Why am I doing this? Why am I getting better sleep? What benefits does that have in the long run? It's just like, why it be, why it look good for this wedding? Why it look good for this holiday? Why it look good for, and then once that short term goal's gone, it's like, okay, I'll take, um, I've hit this goal. I'll have all this next bit of time off till I get another event that I'm make myself look good for. And then it's like a shit cycle of you'll never be happy with what you're doing. You know what I mean? Exactly. I can relate to that, man. Martin's wedding, my brother, my 21st birthday, and the fuck it button just gets pressed the weekend after it. Aye. You're like, I'm getting a Domino's and then you get a foot hangover and you're like, oh, I can't be bothered going to the gym. I'll just get a Chinese then because I've been training that hard. Next thing you know, you're on a four month fucking binge. I definitely. So I think you're right in what you say, where you have to find something that you like because <laughs> loads of people, the gym isn't for them. And it, like, you can't just pass the gym, but you might like to walk, you might like to walk hills, you might like to do martial arts, you might like to do swimming, you might like to do anything, but you definitely need to try X amount of things and find what you like because yeah. if you force yourself to keep doing what you don't like, you get to a point, and that's why I kind of like the hierarchy thing is whereas when I was young, boxing was my life, my be-all, my end-all. But when you've been doing boxing for 12 years, and that's always the training you're doing, always the training you're doing, when you find a wee something else that you're like, oh, mate, this is brilliant. Like, mm -hmm. It just adds something else onto that. Like, I'm always going to box, but I actually 100%. love going and doing this extra stuff. When it becomes a job, like, people, like, people be like... I hate I hate that pure, oh, see, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day of your life. Like, <coughs> mate, there's something hardwired in it as well. Sometimes we just want to sit and do fuck off. No matter what you're doing, <laughs> you could be doing the greatest fucking job in the world. 100%. You need a break for it. But when like, your passion becomes your job, you need to find a new passion because yeah, then yeah. otherwise your finances and your sort of mental well-being and your happiness are all sort of getting put Aye. onto this one thing. And if you know you need a break for it. Aye, you, you, and so things like high rocks, you know what I mean? And it gives you something to focus on and and going there, finding, like you're saying, finding something that you actually enjoy might not be going and squatting. Aye. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Like we've well, done an hour and ten. So. An hour and ten. Where is your gym? Uh, East End it is quite next to uh, Parkhead. I don't actually know what you would classify it as. They said when classify? they sold it. Classify? Are you in the fucking <laughs> files, you can't? It's classified, mate. Oh, uh, they said when they sold it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Brigton, so technically it's Brigton. It's 41 St. Monarch Street, which right. is next to St. Mungo's High School. 
Yes. A new a new place. That's a new venue. That, um, from when you last yeah. came. Yes, I used to be in Morris Park, but no longer. No longer got my own one. So if there's a lot of people like Paul and myself that listen to this podcast, they're not exactly unfit, but they could probably what you were talking about there, they could relate to you. So if they wanted to follow you on Instagram and check out your classes and stuff, how would yep. they find you? We have an Instagram page called Team Nightmare GLA. Team Nightmare Glasgow. <laughs> For all the non-trendy ones. <laughs> um, but aye, if you want to go on, we've got the page, we've got loads of stuff going on. Um, Anna's just done her PT stuff, so she's running a bunch of ladies only classes and now we've got boxing we've got strength conditioning we've got hydroxy type stuff if you're fit and into it that's obviously a bit more intense um hundreds of stuff honestly like um we're changing up the schedule all the time so awesome or me and you could take them up to rotten row and put fucking masking tape out on those and see uh, can you run up that we need breath. <laughs> can you run out? Can you run up back with a totty sack in your head? <laughs> Forty quid. <clears throat> well, we've done an hour and ten minutes, Nathaniel. So f- we're going to wrap it up there, mate. Um, wrap it up, carb, carb free. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat carbs. Uh. It's a terrible joke there that I tried. It was deliberately shite though. I never meant it. <laughs> okay. I never meant it to be funny. I we, meant it to be shit. I believe you. You don't need to. Uh, I just. I never even heard what you said. It's cool. I was. Not, <laughs> I've no eight in twenty minutes. I'm fucking dying. Paul, thank you for your help. As always, you're a good man, Nathaniel. Thank you very much. I wish you all the best in the future, mate. And thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. If you if you're listening to the podcast, five star review on Spotify. See you next week. Oh, solid. Solid. (laughs) Fucking solid.